This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio brings you prescribed listening from our trusted contributors at the Ontario Pharmacists Association. Welcome back, and it is time now for our trusted contributors from the OPA. With so many vitamins and supplements on the market today, how do you choose one that's right for you? And even more important, how do you make sure it doesn't interfere with your other medications, your other health conditions? I'm here with pharmacist Nan Patel, and he's going to tell us more about some of the more common vitamins and supplements and how they interact. Before we start the conversation, I'm going to give the numbers out again. You might want to talk to Nan about something that you are taking. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Welcome, Nan. Thank you for having me again. Okay. So what are some of the most common supplements that people take that they maybe don't realize can have an impact on other things? Well, to tell you the truth, I mean, it's really any supplement, you have to be careful. You have to find out whether it's safe for you. Um, all the way from a multivitamin, which is probably the most common thing that people take, to calcium, to magnesium. Um, so those are vitamin D. You know, all of those things um, can be good for you, but they also could be bad for you. So you need to ask your pharmacist, ask your doctor whether it's okay for you to take them. Uh, one of the things that that I always find interesting and sometimes annoying, frankly, is that a lot of people assume that because something, and I'm putting little quotes around it here in the studio, is natural, that it is good and it's benign. Um, That's not the case, is it? No, definitely not the case, yeah. Um, And I think people get that confused, natural, um, because uh, really um, a, a lot of these vitamins, you know, and and companies will tell you they're natural source. Um, and that's sort of like a marketing thing and that you, it makes you feel good. But you do really need to be aware that something natural can still be harmful to you. You know, it all goes – you also have to look at, you know, the quality of the product that you're buying. But, um, but for example, uh, I'll give you a good one is um, – uh, you know, people who um, take vitamin D, for example, uh, you know, it's a fat-soluble vitamin. So you can actually get too much of it and it can it stores in your in your body fat. So um, I know there's people who – I just talked to a lady yesterday. So she said that she upped her dose of vitamin D because she felt that it might be better for her if she takes, you know, three tablets instead of one. So, you know, I cautioned her. I said it can build up and, you know, one – um, a thousand uh, international units of vitamin D is usually pretty good, and you know we it's get a lot. it's a lot, and we get we can make some from the sun, and and then um, you know so getting more than that is probably not necessary. Well, it was interesting because I remember a time a few years back when there were studies which seemed to show that vitamin D might be a cure all for all kinds of things, and then the more recent research says uh, maybe not. So we we do that. We do get that quite a bit. If there is a product that's promoted on Dr. Oz or Oprah. Oh, no. Um, the, I'm not even talking about that. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, but 
you know, when the media gets a hold of something, sometimes it becomes the sort of a fad. And uh, and we do see that. And then you know you can't blame this one just on the media because there there were a lot of things in scientific journals. That's right. That's right. And it, and and um, you know um, so we do have to look at both sides. And that's where someone like myself is is good because I really I read a, a bunch of different articles and 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 kind of summarize it uh, in my own head. And so when someone asks me a question, I'm able to provide them with some some sound advice. The other point that I want to make about a lot of these supplements, uh, and I'm sure uh, you have something to say about this, is that they don't have the same standards as as actual pharmaceuticals. So they don't necessarily have to prove they're safe. And oftentimes, uh, when there have been studies, uh, you know, lab tests done on some of these things, that they found that what's actually in them is not what uh, is on the label. And that, to me, is pretty scary. That is. And that's why you do want to be careful when you're buying something. Um, Health Canada is getting a little bit better now. Um, Health Canada is issuing these NPN numbers to a lot of uh, vitamin manufacturers for each each product should have one of these. So you can check on the on the label to make sure it has an NPN number. It gives you a little bit more security because Health Canada has um, looked at its um, you know contents uh, to make sure they're they're fairly accurate. Um, you know, they, but they can still make claims for things that haven't been proven right on their label. So you want to be careful of that. Uh, so if you're reading something and you're, you're doubting whether it can actually do what they're stating, then, you know, it's a good time to ask your pharmacist. Okay. Uh, I'm here with pharmacist Nain Patel. We're talking about supplements and how to make sure that you have a supplement that's good for you and more important, most important, how you make sure that it doesn't interact with anything else you might be Taking uh, the numbers to call 416 360 toll free 1 866 And uh, of course, he is also here to answer any other pharmaceutical questions that you may have. Uh, Nan, what are some of the more common um, supplements that, that can lead to interactions? So I think um, I think the biggest one is um, things like um, um, well I think interactions I think when you're looking at blood thinners I think that's one that we're really more concerned about. So are you taking a blood thinner that's going to um, uh, that's going to interact with a vitamin? Uh, we really want to make sure that you're that you're really mindful of that. It can go both ways. So if you're taking a multivitamin that has a vitamin K and you're taking warfarin, well, they counteract each other and they make the warfarin less effective. So then your blood is not as thin as we'd want it to, and then we're not preventing a heart attack or a stroke that we want to prevent. Um, Other times, there might be um, uh, things like St. John's wort, which actually can thin the blood out. Um, Or So we want to make sure that... um, uh, you're not on one of those when you're on a blood thinner. And I think that's one of the big ones. But there are many, what, many others. What I've heard, what is St. John St. John's wort usually used for? So we um, typically we see people using it to help treat depression and uh, increasing their hormone levels of things like serotonin. Yeah, I remember and people used to use it uh, sort of for PMS too. Yeah. So, and again, that's uh, hormone related. So uh, this is uh, um, supposed to affect, you know, your hormones in your body. 
Okay. And um, I've also uh, heard that there are vitamins and supplements that can uh, interact with with drugs that uh, people might be taking for depression. Um, Again, you want to make sure that, um, you know, if you're taking an antidepressant from your physician um, and, uh, and then you are supplementing on the side with something that may, you know, act similarly, then you might be getting too much medication. Uh, sometimes we see that with patients who take a, um, a cholesterol medicine, which is from their doctor, which is we know was a statin, and then they take a, a tablet called red, uh, red um, yeast, red rice yeast, and uh, that can basically do very much the same thing. So we don't want to make sure, want to make sure you're not getting too much. Okay, you want to make sure that and and uh, are um, are uh, statins the only thing that might be uh, blood thinners? Are they the only thing that might be counteracted by something you take? So there's um, uh, so like I mentioned, there's uh, there's things like warfarin, which is which is the blood thinner, and the statins are usually to help you lower cholesterol. Um, other things that I want uh, patients to be careful of is um, is uh, you know taking too high doses. I think that can lead to um, some issues. Uh, uh, particularly if you're taking too much calcium, um, you know that can that can affect um, uh, kidney stones. It could also um, cause some issues with your heart. So the, you want to get the right amount of those vitamins in your system as well. Um, sometimes we have people who we're doing a meds check and they bring in all their vitamins and we find that they're taking a multivitamin, they're taking a calcium supplement, and then they're also taking something for their bones. Well. You know what? They all have sometimes the same medication, same uh, vitamin in them. So we have to really be careful that uh, we're looking at the ingredients in each bottle and making sure that you're not um, getting uh, multiple um, uh, sources of that of that supplement. Okay. Yeah. Let's go to the phones. Uh, we have uh, Joanne in Port McNichol, and uh, hi, Joanne. You have a question about calcium and magnesium. Yes, I do. I, um, I'm not drinking, like I, I don't drink a lot of milk or eat a lot of uh, dairy products. And um, so I got this, I ordered this over online, a calcium-magnesium mix. Okay. And um, the calcium is 400 milligrams um, per dose, and the magnesium is 200 milligrams. And then I stopped using it because I'd heard that too much calcium can be hard for your heart. And uh, so I just wondered if um, I should stop taking it. I'm not taking any other multivitamins or that. Okay. Can I ask you how old you are? Uh, 68. Okay. So if you were to get, um, you know, somewhere about um, uh, 900 to 1,000 milligrams of calcium from all sources, so that's from your diet, from your supplements, you know, that would be ideal for you. Okay. Let's say okay. let's, let's say 1,000. So um, if you were getting, let's say, um, uh, you said you don't have any dairy products in your diet? Well, I I do drink a little bit of milk on my cereal and maybe cream in my tea, but that's all I take. Okay. So let's say if you were having one cup of of, uh, milk in a day, uh, let's say that would be about 300 milligrams of calcium. Okay. Then we need to get you about 700 more. Right. So, um, So if you were to take you know, a supplement. And, you know, sometimes it might not be exactly a thousand. Some days it might be a little bit more. Some days it might be a little bit less. That's fine. So that would be perfectly fine for you. You would actually oh, okay. we'd recommend you take a supplement. Oh, okay. 
Okay, what about the magnesium? And the magnesium, um, I'm not sure if you know what type of magnesium it is, but really magnesium, magnesium is pretty safe. It's, uh, you're not going to usually get too much of it. So, and for sure, 200 um, milligrams of magnesium is fine. It's not a high dose. Not a high dose. Okay, well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you for your call, Joanne. Uh, We have to take a quick break now. We're going to be back with more of your calls. For Nayan Patel, the numbers before we go to break, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740, and we will be back after this. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. I'm here with pharmacist Nan Patel. We're talking about supplements and how they may interact. And uh, the phone lines are uh, backing up. So let's go there right away. And uh, let's go to Sharon in Stony Creek. Hi, Sharon. How are you? Fine. How are you? Fine. Thank you. I've been taking... Jameson Vitavim multivitamins for about 15 years and had no problem. But now I can't get it anymore. They've changed it now to a multivitamin that says 100% complete with 100% or more of your vitamin needs. And I find since I've been taking them, I get severe pains in my stomach. I get constipated and so tired I can hardly keep my eyes open. And I'm wondering if I'm getting an overdose of something. So if you're taking a um, a product like that, um, chances are that uh, they may have changed the formulation a little bit. And they change it based on consumer needs or and studies that have come out that say uh, some vitamins are better for you, some vitamins are too much for you. So they're constantly changing the formulation. Now, they may have changed something in that formulation, maybe not related to the vitamin. I'm not sure. But um, I would say that most multivitamins, the dosages don't change all that much. So mm-hmm. I would suspect that uh, it's probably not an overdose. But you know what? If you're feeling like that, there are so many uh, others out there. Um, and even within the Jameson family, they make so many different types of uh, multivitamins. Um, and now there's... You know, there's ones for uh, people with heart conditions, um, ones for women over 50, women under 50, and so forth. So um, I would just switch to something else and, and see what uh, see how you feel. Oh, and okay. if you're really concerned about, you know, the cost, I would call up Jameson and I would tell them that, you know what, you change your formulation. It's not quite the same. Would you mind sending me another bottle of something else? And uh, you know what, I think they would probably do that. They'd probably send you something free, uh, and that way you're not out of pocket. Oh, okay. That sounds good. (laughs) Okay, let us know how that goes. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, you're welcome. Okay. We've got Remy in Toronto. Hello, Remy. Yes, hi. I I have uh, this uh, prescription of uh, Eltrosin for life, and now Uh, I start uh, taking Caltrate Plus, which is also prescribed by my doctor, and a glass of milk with it. Mm-hmm. But then uh, he asked me to stop taking now the vitamin D. So the first medicine you said, did you say it was L-troxin? Yes, for oh, thyroid. For your uh, thyroid. Okay. That's correct. And that's for life now. 
That's for life, yeah, probably. And now I am taking a lot of multivitamins, like Centrum for, uh, for 50 plus. Okay. Uh, vitamin Z, Omega, Lutein for eye, mm-hmm. and calcium magnesium, mm-hmm. plus um, the magnesium powder, which is a stress relax, that okay. I have to put on my green tea okay. every day. Is that okay? So the first thing that I, I think of is um, when you're taking uh, a thyroid medicine, like altroxin, yes. you shouldn't take that with any vitamins, not at the same time. Oh, my so, God. So do you take, I would take the altroxin first thing in the morning before your breakfast on yes, an empty that's stomach. That's what I do. And then I drink uh, a lot of water with okay, it. Okay, that's good. Empty stomach, right? Yeah, empty stomach. And then, you know, after, then after about uh, 45 minutes or so, you can have, you know, some of your other vitamins. But, okay. And the, but the other vitamins you mentioned, you know, the, the omega and the multivitamin, uh, the calcium, magnesium, and the, the magnesium powder, those seem fine to me. I don't see any problems with that. Not well, knowing also, your other conditions, uh, though. Yes, I am also taking calcium magnesium uh, tablet as well. Two, two tablets a day. Is that also okay? So what I would want to do is um, I'd wanna, I want you to bring in, if you were my, uh, coming to my pharmacy, I'd want you to bring in all your things with oh, you. okay. And then I would sit there and look at all the bottles and I would add up, uh, you know, things like what is the total calcium that you're getting? And that way, I'd be I'd be able to make sure that you know they're not too much, but um, so not knowing the exact doses and not knowing your medical conditions, generally they seem fine. But uh, but for sure, go into your pharmacy and you can ask them to do what's called a meds check, and the meds check really goes over all your prescription medications, all your vitamins and all your supplements, and they work out when you can take them. Oh, okay. Okay. Thanks, Thank Remy. That is a great help. Thank you. You're, You're welcome. very welcome. Okay, uh, let us go to Jody in Scarborough. Hello, Jody. Hello. Uh, I have a question regarding cholesterol. Okay. My doctor tells me that mine is borderline uh, mm-hmm. and suggested that I might do with a very low dose of Lipitor, maybe 5 or 10 milligrams. Okay. And I was wondering, is there something I can take other than a prescribed drug to get my cholesterol down a bit? I don't take any prescription drugs now. I only take my supplements. I'd like to keep it that way. Um, Is there anything for cholesterol that we could take? The best things you can do um, are to really watch your fat intake in your diet. Yes. Um, Because what your body does is it takes the fat and converts that into, into cholesterol. Uh, so that's one thing. The other thing you could do is exercise. Yes. And the exercise can increase what's called uh, HDL, which is your good cholesterol. And really what we're looking for when you do a blood test is we're looking at your ratio. So if your HDL is high and your total cholesterol is high, they kind of compensate for each other. So, I think that's my case. Uh, my good cholesterol is very good. It's high. Good. The, the lousy one, the L, yeah. is lower. but. Combined, she says it's still a little borderline. It's uh, I think she said four points something altogether. Okay, so, so yeah, so I think that uh, lowering fat intake and exercise are the two best things that you can do. Uh, in terms of a supplement, um, you can. I mentioned something called red uh, rice yeast. Uh, so people can take that. Red um, rice yeast. Yeah, and um, 
Personally, I don't recommend it uh, because um, it's not very standardized. So, and it it could have the same effects as taking a statin like Lipitor. So, um, I think that Lipitor might be safer because you know exactly how much you're getting. Yeah. Yeah. These Lipitor pills, are there any side effects? I guess everything has side effects, but are they serious side effects from it? So it's been around for quite some time. Yeah. Uh, we do have some people who have, might have some uh, muscle pain. And if that happens, then, you know, we, we switch it to something else or we take you off it. But, um, but yeah, it's been fairly, fairly good, I think, for most people. Because I've heard things that, you know, it might affect the brain because it does something with fat and your brain is mostly fat and it has some effect there. Is there any, any validity to that? I haven't heard that. No. <laughs> okay, Jody. Thanks for your Thank call. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Okay. Siva in Toronto. Hi, Siva. Hi. I just wanted to say the same question the lady was talking about with that. I think that we as human beings are too quick to swallow the pill. My cholesterol, the good one, was 1.54. The bad one was 2.95. My doctor thought I should take Lipitor. So I said yes, but I'm not going to do that because I didn't think that was serious. What does the pharmacist think? So it all depends on what other conditions you have. And we treat people differently based on um, other medical conditions. So well, I have no other medical. The only pill I take is a B12. Okay. I know you're not going to like me very much. I wouldn't be saying <laughs> No, you know, you know, I think I spend more time with patients on figuring out how they can take less medicine than I do with figuring out how, you know, they can take more. And I think uh, that has been, been a big change in, in our jobs um, as pharmacists. But, um, you know, I think uh, ask your doctor these questions and have a discussion with them. Like, why are you putting me on a cholesterol medicine? Well, some doctors don't listen, you know. They just tell you, do what I say. Well, you, know, you, you, you should have too. a doctor who listens. But <laughs> it also, uh, are you uh, changing your diet and adding exercise? Well, I exercise a lot. I walk every day. But to me, you know, I figure at 1.54, that was pretty good, and 2.95, you know, and I have no other issues. You know, there's no diabetes or anything. I'm 71, so I feel like I'm doing a good job with my body. If I need to take, I don't even take the vitamins because I can put some Epsom salts in the bathtub and there's my magnesium. I, I really think people just take too many pills too easily. And we have we we have people who are are on both extremes, and we have people in the middle as well. So you know what you have to do your own research, and you have to speak to your doctor. But do do have that conversation with your doctor. Okay. Right. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Thanks right. for your call. Thanks. Okay, and let's go to Hal in Kitchener. Hello, Hal. Yeah. Uh, hello, you guys. I uh, I confer with that last lady. We're taking too many drugs and too high a dose. I'm also on a Synthroid, uh, a, a thyroid medication, mm-hmm. and uh, it does mention, I just thought I'd let you and the pharmacist and that other lady know that it does mention right on the bottle not to take calcium, iron, or multivitamins within four hours of that thyroid medication because mm-hmm. it does have a, uh, a countering effect on it, yeah. apparently. And this is a, a is this a sticker that the pharmacist put on your bottle? It's it's printed right on the bottle. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, we uh, do put those uh, those warnings on there. It's over top of the uh, 
the uh, label. Yeah, people read it the labels. It's stick on, but it's, it is and it isn't. It's well, kind pe- of match, too. That's what I'm just saying to everybody out there. Make sure you read the label. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And it, and it tells you, you know, that, that's not new. Along with your, uh, with your uh, pharmacist-assisted uh, information and so on, you get a little flyer in with the bag anyway. That, yeah. And if you read that, it tells you right in there what to do and what not to do. But anyway, I just thought I'd let you know. Okay, Hal, thanks for that. Take care. You too. Okay, uh, I think we have time for one more. Ida in Mississauga, hello. Hello, how are you? Fine, how are you? Not too bad. Um, two points. One, I just wanted to mention what I've done is I've listed all of my meds on, like typed them all out, and I have several copies of them. And whenever I go to, say, the dentist, they always want to know if, what meds I'm on and the, um, or if anything's changed or whatever, whatever, whatever. It's really handy to have so you have your dosage and everything on there, the name of the drug, what it's for, and so on and so forth. That's one quick thing, just an offside. But the other thing I wanted to ask um, the pharmacist about was Vitalux. Mm-hmm. I've been, recently been prescribed that, and that's for um, healthy I, it's for your eyes. Yeah, that's right. As you know. The tricky thing is the directions. They're very difficult. It says two, take two caplets per day with a meal containing oil or fat. Yes. Or as directed by a health pr- practitioner. Take a few hours before or a few hours after taking other medications and do not crush the caplets. Now... Containing oil or fat. Yeah, that's that's a difficult one. Well, it could be it could be something very simple. Um, you know, we all have fat in our diet, so it could be with a dairy product. So, milk. Can you take it with milk? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Oh. So that would have fat in it. Yeah. Okay. Um, thank you very much for your call. That is all the time we have for today. Thanks to Nayan Patel, our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.